Cloudspeaker Studios. This show features scenes that may not be appropriate for all audiences. A full list of content warnings is available in the show notes. Remember that nothing is what it seems when you're tuned into the weird. Some people like to think that the past is a long dead thing mostly forgotten as it lies silent and invisible under layers and layers of time. But these people should know better that the past doesn't always stay buried. Seriously? That's a, that's a little on the nose, isn't it? <clears throat> it claws its way out of the detritus of years and secrets and lies and into the light, alive again without warning, because the truth is that the past is rarely ever really... Well, we're really hitting every cliché here, huh? And that for those with things in their past they'd rather stay hidden, sometimes dead, is better. Okay, now that's literally just the tagline to Pet Cemetery. Who's writing this? NPR vibe we're working for. This isn't the weird. It's yeah. It's it's really it's it's wigging me out a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> so we need to we need to get a little bit like more high energy. Okay. I think I think we all. I but think chug I this Mountain Dew. Yeah. You, you you set the tone and you were just like way too chill. Hi everybody and welcome to the weird. <laughs> welcome to KWBS the weird. <laughs> Let's go in the complete opposite direction of our last take. I am the director, welcome Charles to Joseph Info Wars. Ghosts. Ghosts are gay and they're in my home. <laughs> so as I said, as I got rudely interrupted by <laughs> Alex Jones. I was about to say Alex. I was gonna say Alex Trebek, but that is that is wildly different human being. Potent potables, homosexual ghosts. Now I'm gonna need that in the form of a question. What is a homosexual ghost? What is a homosexual ghost? What is the ghost of divine? Okay, now we've got the correct energy levels. And once again, I'm saying my name: Charles Joseph Kelly. Megan, say your name. Megan Danger. Who you play? Ash Delaney. <laughs> Scotty, go. Ash Delaney, I play Scotty Moore. Fuck! <laughs> Scotty Moore, I play Hab Lishop. <laughs> uh, 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 cool, that's a great, That's. A, I thought you were actually going to say your name, that's why I paused. Uh, and we've got a special guest this this uh, episode, we've got the wonderful Shelby Taylor on InfoWars this week. Shelby, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. My name is Shelby Taylor. I'm a musical comedian. I'm also an avid watcher of (laughs) InfoWars. Oh, no. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I knew about frenemies, and we have we have bonded over frenemies. I've never watched InfoWars. Okay, good. I was like, we may have to have a conversation about your... uh, 
your interests there. <laughs> uh, so uh, this is episode four. Me- Me- Megan, are you good? Yeah, yeah you're I'm good. excellent. This is episode four. Uh, the last episode got kind of kind of buck wild. What do you mean? Uh, yeah, nothing. Nothing happened. No. Nothing no, at all. No, it was it was they, they were cultists. Um, you know. And that's uh, it. Yep. That's the only thing our characters did was go talk to some cultists. Megan didn't shoot a man in the face, and I didn't almost eat somebody. We just dealt with some cultists. Uh, but so so that that did ha- Ash did murk a pastor, but it was an evil cultist <laughs> pastor who was going to murder our friend Jesse. Hal did almost bite a cultist lady's head off, which I feel was much less justified. But he was inhabited by. The, the, the he was possessed with the powers of an evil demon whose name was Greg, uh, and also he was just dealing with a lot of personal issues that he <laughs> wasn't like talking about. Um, his girlfriend had left him. He 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 was kind of traumatized by other other demons, uh, both both literal and the demons of the past. Both literal you and know, metaphorical. You know, maybe we need to talk about just what happened. Maybe just don't address my personal issues. <laughs> okay. And uh, but at the end of it, Hal and Ash realized that maybe you know maybe they need to be more open and honest and communicative with each other so that that kind of shit doesn't happen again. And they grew closer together as friends. So really, yeah, you know. Also, <laughs> Jesse May have the spirit of an eldritch demon known as Greg possessing them now. But it's whatever. Yeah, it's, we'll it's, come it's, back it's, to that when we... It's fine. We'll deal with it. We gave him... We gave that him will card. never be explained ever again. <laughs> we will never go back to that. That character no longer no, exists in the fiction. No, don't say that about no, not no, until... No, uh, Ty is amazing. Ty is wonderful, and I, I know spoilers. Not until uh, the weird end game, and he comes out of a portal behind us with an army of Greg cultists. <laughs> An army of awful vampires. <laughs> Terrible Mr. vampires. Mis- Mr. Bishop, I don't feel so good. No. Oh, <laughs> I guess we should, we should start Okay. The show. So, yes. So, um, we uh, wrote a new character sheet, which is probably the coolest thing that we have done for the game as of yet. It is fucking dope, and I really want to go over that with you real, real quick. Um, because this is different than any other of the other character sheets that we've built up to this point. Um, and it's kind of, it's a good idea to kind of have that information. So um, give me a second to... I have it pulled <clears> up. Pull this up. Do you want to start start yeah, it up sure. real quick? Uh, so it's called The Absent, because boy, did we struggle with a name for it. <laughs> and what's interesting about this uh, character sheet is you start out with no memories and terrible stats. And so you may be wondering, why would I, why, why, why would I want to play this character? Well, every, uh, that you, the idea is with whoever, you know, you're running your game with, uh, you'll work with your, your director, your personal director and set up like some memories. And every time you unlock a memory and learn a bit about yourself, and these also still have character development questions, like all other character sheets, you get a stat. And uh, you can put that bad boy into whatever modifier you want. So if you want to, like, hilariously OP yourself in one area, you can do that. And you will end up stronger than everyone else at your game table. 
Right. So um, the the biggest thing is we're already homebrewing our own content. Uh, so in the game itself, uh, the absent unlocks things with each uh, episode. So it, it takes a while for this character to get more and more powerful. Right. So it's it's kind of a long term character. However, Shelby's character may or may not be around in the future. And we don't want to spend, you know, the rest of the season unlocking memories. Because that's that's that. So with this, we're speeding up the process of uh, gaining memories. We're speeding up uh, your your character in general, and uh, yeah, that's basically how it is. No more spoilers. Yeah, for the character, we'll experience it in the fiction because the rest of everything else in here is all uh, all spoilers. But if you check our Patreon, we do have a a uh, more deep dive into this character sheet on our Patreon right now and it's really sure. cool sure, Charles. it's really cool yeah. like yeah go 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 check that out because it's awesome all righty so we are um back in the um the office of the department of weird inside the department of transportation building um how long has it been is it been uh, I, I would say not too far away from the previous episode there hasn't been too much time I'd because like a month i don't oh, think i was gonna say less i was gonna say like a couple weeks tops yeah i think like a couple weeks max um i think that you may have gone on one mission in between then and now um it, it was it, like it was I, like a baby I, mission how, it was like some training wheels right shit okay it was a baby it was actually swole baby uh, there was a really beef, beefy baby that you that was really weird, and that you had to experience the beefy. Yeah, baby. we thought it was like possessed by a really strong demon, but it was actually just a really strong baby, which can happen. So, like, this was one of our few that wasn't actually supernatural. Uh, but yeah. So, other than that, there really hasn't been much in the way of activity. Um, and. Normally, Delaney would be bored out of their their fucking skull, and I guess they probably are a little bit, but it's still, it's for the best. Then speaking, and I think, oh, I was just gonna say, speak, go speaking of small babies, they are babying the shit out of Hal. And I think Hal is going on kind of like, not a self reflective journey, but is kind of falling into like that '90s self help trap. So they do have like a CD player that's playing motivational phrases to them while they're working on uh working on paper and they're trying to be a better person. I think after realizing, oh wait a minute, my mind is temptable enough to make me eat a whole ass human being, I need to be a better human. So that's where Hal is. Is Hal's trying to be a good person. We love that for Hal. <laughs> uh, we all love that for Hal. Uh, Hal is, because uh, we, we did release uh, uh, a little bit of a, I mean, in the last episode, you went back to your apartment and Gerard Butzler, the Corgi, was there. How's Gerard doing? Gerard's doing good. Uh, he's getting a little hefty, so we're having to hold back on, on the food because he is becoming just a fat piece of shit. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like a chubby little hamster. Oh, I love giant chubby hamster. Yeah, I love, I love that for, I love that for Gerard Butzler. Oh, tell him I loved his work in the fan video. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Now I'm just picturing a corgi with that half mask, and I love it. Oh shit! There's, there's merch. That's oh his, god! His Halloween costume. You're welcome. <laughs> 
Um, all right. So uh, you two are in the office. What's how's the how's the vibe? Um, I think Delaney walked into that day to a very bizarre sight, which was a singular zebra cake on their desk with a candle in it. It's not their birthday. It's just Bishop being like, this is something nice for my partner. Have this, but I'm not going to give you both zebra cakes. So you walk in, my face is covered in the other zebra cake, but you do have one because I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> uh, is the uh, are we celebrating something? Hell, I'm celebrating my rebirth as a new man, a good man, a man of peace, and a man of love, which is why I'm showing my love, uh, care for you. With a with a zebra cake. Okay, so the, uh, so so this is where we're uh, this is where we're doing things this week. All right. Um, and I, uh, I'm I, a new man. I have changed. Hal, you did you you were you were good the the first. You just kind of had a you had a a blip. You really you know what this I'm I'm gonna eat the tear. Fine, and Delaney takes like one bite out of the zebra cake, and then, like, as soon as uh, it looks like Hal has been appeased and has gone back to like the paperwork, just very surreptitiously puts it in the trash. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, he puts back on his headphones and is just like, I am worthy, I am enough, I am loved, and he's just repeating that quietly in the corner the whole time. Oh. <sighs> Okay, yes, no, this is good. This is, this is better. This is better than trying to eat a cultist. Mm-hmm, yep. Well, at least you fixed the smoke detector. As you guys are kind of mumbling to yourself in this awkward kind of way, uh, Rudy knocks on the door and says, uh, hey, uh, um, Ash, uh, there, there is this, uh, this, uh, uh. Oh, thank God, Rudy. I mean, uh, how, how's it, Rudy? Rudy, how you doing? I, I, I'm I'm doing good. It's a, it's a good day. My my kid just turned two. Oh, congr- congratulations! Uh, I'm, I'm really, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's kind of a it's it's kind of you know I have to work on my child's birthday today, but that's you know neither oh, here well, nor there. Here, let's see if we can talk about getting you getting you off early. And here, I bet I've got the perfect gift around here somewhere. And they just start rummaging through all of the. Uh, supernatural uh, detritus that you know surrounds their desk. Um, okay. What about? Ooh, how about the? Oh, the skull! The skull! It see it. it they, they shake it. it. Rattles. To toddlers, they love rattles. It's it's my goat man skull, but I can give it real actual. Richard Nixon can be a gift for your child. That's his name. I thought you were about to reach into the garbage can and give Rudy the crumpled zebra cake. Ash is not you. Ash is you. <laughs> um, this is my this is my first kid. Um, do kids like skulls? Is that like a? I I don't know. I, I'm not sure. What, yeah, what it, it rattles. Kid, they babies is two, is a two year old a baby? A two year old's a baby, right? Yeah, he's pretty young, yeah. Yeah, they love things that rattle, and it's got a it's got a face, which is important for development, I think. Look, do you want the skull or not? Uh, yeah, I'll give my child a, a miniature skull that rattles. Yeah, there you go. That's for you, Rudy. And I'll talk and leave early today. If anybody gives you any guff about it, you say Agent Delaney gave you the okay. 
you, you know that's not going to play over very well. Like, that's not how that works. But I appreciate it. Um, as kind of a trade, this uh, this uh, uh, package came for you in the mail. Um, it's kind of it's a little hefty, and I just wanted to uh, give this off to you. You know, because you don't like Jeff in the mail room touching your mail. We, we know how that goes. He, he, like, he likes to open things, Rudy. You know that. There was the incident with the taxidermy bat, and we don't want that again, do we? No, it it, it definitely um, it definitely got yes. loose. So which um, is weird because it was taxidermy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was very so, weird. I, I appreciate you going down there. Thank you. Uh, Rudy, Rudy kind of has, has this entire time has been talking to Ash because he knows that Hal is going to mess with him. He hasn't even given you like any kind of eye contact, like whatsoever, because he knows that you are going to fuck with him. And he's like, all right, uh, you two have a wonderful day. And he tries Rudy, to. Rudy, my dear boy. <laughs> Rudy, who is twice your age. <laughs> I stand from my desk and slowly approach Rudy. Rudy, I don't know if you know this, but I've recently changed. I've become a, uh, become a new man, as it were, Rudifer. Ru Rudy, Rudy, go. Rudy, get out now. Rudifer, I just wanted to let you know everything from the past that I've done to you to mess with your brain. I'm, I would like to apologize for it. As a new man, that's not the type of thing that I would like to do to you to cause torment throughout your day. Well, I, I I do appreciate that. Excellent. Well, you know what? And then I hold out my arms wide. Why don't you bring her in? Bring her in for a little bit of a uh, little bit of. I I I am. I'd I rather not. Rudy, despite everything. Uh, how how f physical <laughs> boundaries are are an important part of being a a good person. Thank you, for everything before, and in the future. And then I just walk away. Rudy is still like in that same kind of pose after like while you were hugging him, just frozen, awkward and like thinking about what you just said and just like kind of realizing the horror of that situation. And then he just starts walking away in that same frozen pose down the hallway. You just see him. You see him turn towards the elevator. And he kind of disappears down the hallway. What did he mean by the future? <laughs> good, uh, good attempt, Hal. Good, good try. I fixed things. Hal, you hear a um, your phone start ringing. What do you do? Um, I kind of look up hesitantly because I'm like, it could be Cooper, but also I don't know. So I kind of look up at Delaney because I don't know if I want everyone to know at this point. That I'm talking I mean, ev to. Ev every yeah, everyone is just me right now. We're the only ones in here. Yeah, so I'm I'm trying to keep like the me and Cooper thing secret at least for right now because I did see Carrie and Hill fall in my memory in my mind palace. So I'm like, okay, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I don't want to alarm anybody yet. Uh, so then I go outside and I pick up the phone and I go. Yes, I've heard enough about my car's extended warranty. I've had enough. And Ash, Ash is so busy futzing with like the fake Necronomicon that they're not even really paying attention. Yeah. Hal, is that you? You called me. But you're asking about an extended. Why would it be shocking if it was someone? I I may have got the number wrong. I I, I just 
Like, you talked about an extended warranty. I was expecting... You, you didn't write my number down? No, I did, but sometimes you just... I'm on a rotary phone right now in some random person's house because I do not... I do not want to get caught right now. I, I'm so worried, Hal. I, um... So, any news since last we spoke, or... We, we can't, we can't talk about it on the phone. You're... Then why call me? Why do you keep fucking doing this? Because I just... We need to set a time and place to meet so we can talk in person. That's all I'm calling you about. Christ, this is the last fucking phone call. I swear to God, Coop. Okay. Because if you keep calling me... It's saying, oh no, something spooky happened, but I can't tell you about it. I will block the numbers. Okay, well... <sighs> when are you, when are you free next? When can we talk? Um, I, we should be free tomorrow afternoon. Uh, why don't you meet us? Hal, Hal, I just want to say this real quick. Can it please just be you? I can I bring a gun? Cause that's real threatening to bring me there alone. Yeah, whatever you need. And if you want to meet in a public place, I would prefer that too. Like a big, a place with a lot of people. That would be awesome. But like, I, I, I don't trust the government. Oh, I mean, we don't either. I mean, that's kind of our whole deal. Okay. How about this? Hal, you're not Hal, you're not listening to me. I don't trust Ash. Okay. I get it. They're a little fucking weirdo, but th they're cool. But if it will alleviate your worries, have you ever had an orange Julius? No, what what is what is an orange Julius? No way! Surely you know what it is. It's like a popular thing in in the world right now. Is is Orange Julius a nighttime establishment? I mean, it can be if you want it to be. Meet me at the Liberty Place Mall tomorrow afternoon, and we'll discuss this and get us some Juliuses. And hey, who knows? Maybe I'll kick your ass at Mortal Kombat. It's it's gonna be a fun time. Okay. Bye. <laughs> He's already hung up. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you walk back into the office, and uh, Ash is hanging out, playing with the fake Necronomicon. How's it going? Good episode of Goosebumps you got over there, or what? I, I mean, I have to say, they did a, a fantastic job on this one. Like, it, it definitely feels like, like some kind of skin bound on the outside. You know, maybe like a, a cow or... or... I don't no, know, that's a pig. Just, that's paper, that's paper mache, and then Hal reaches out, touches it, and immediately recoils in horror. Oh, come on, Hal. Hal, do you want to touch, do you want to touch the book? No, do, touch the do flesh book? not. That is a whole ass dude that got made into a book, and that is not what I'm about. Wow, you, you, uh, you switched your opinion pretty quickly there. Uh, it's, it's probably like a pig or something. It's, it's fine. These are all It's got a nose fake. on the front. It's what actually it, 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 it doesn't have a it doesn't have a nose. <laughs> You've seen Army of Darkness. This one does actually have a nose. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it is it's got like a like one single nose ring on it. 
clearly no, whoever was made into this book was bitching in real life. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, this one, it's it's the Necronomicon, but it has a like a really nice nose. It's a cute nose. I hate this. Um, it's smashed. I would assume to kind of yeah. get it's, it. It's on. Bush. Like it's doesn't. It's not a book with a fucking honker. Um, no, it is a book with a fucking no, honker. Charles. Charles. <laughs> we have to veto you in this case. Um, See, here's the thing. I'm thinking about, in this moment, I'm thinking about the fan art here and the idea of this really spooky book with a really cute nose. The fans are going to go crazy. They're going to draw <laughs> this book. All right. We got we to gotta keep it moving. Delaney uh, begins picking the nose. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> did that? Did uh, your call go okay out there? That you sounded pretty agitated. Yes, good call. Uh, is th is this is, okay? Remember, we said that we were going to to talk to each other. If yes. We if we started if someone well, you know somebody started having a a panic or or something or and you're you're making the howl noises. Well. Okay. Oh, all right. Fine. Um, I, I don't think there are people who want you to know what I'm about to tell you, and I need you to promise me to keep uh, this quiet. Oh, about your car's warranty? I lied. It wasn't about my car's extended warranty. Oh, okay. But. I just ordered a shit ton of zoo books over the phone, so we're gonna have to get rid of these Necronomicons to put them up. <laughs> I didn't want you to know, because I know you love your Necronomicons, but uh, I gotta get my zoo books. Okay, I mean, well, I guess that's a better outlet than going to the bar in the afternoon. We'll, we'll talk about this later. I, I need to just finish my cursory examination here so I can toss it in the uh, pile with the rest of the Necronomicon. Cursory? Cursory? Ah. 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 Rudy from the other room also goes, ah. <laughs> Fascinating. They even, they, they put a lot of work into even the, the pages, the, the scripting. It's, it's honestly, it's kind of fascinating it's it's one of the better fakes i've seen how begin sniffing if that wasn't picked up on the microphone <laughs> yeah i don't know what that no 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 if there's one thing how bishop can smell it's fucking blood uh delaney um not not for nothing but you've received a lot of these necronomicons correct oh yeah absolutely most of them are you know uh made by like teen girls with some right. some paper mache decoupage uh what but, uh, is the biggest link someone has gone to to recreate the necronomicon uh i mean i've, I've seen people even use blood sometimes okay because this thing is just chock-a-block full of blood and flesh and i think we should probably put it away i think the cursory glance may become a bit more of a, a curse ed glance it didn't work well the second time. I should have no, went back uh, to the yeah. well. Basically, what I'm saying is we need to put the book away. Hal, don't 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 be such a like. I, this is a this is an odd position for me. I feel like we're sort of reversed right now, where I, I have to tell you that this this is nothing. 
I, I would be able to recognize a real Necronomicon, the, the real Necronomicon. If I had a nickel for every fake Necronomicon someone has sent me, I would be able to finance like an actual team to hunt down the real one. I mean, like clearly a lot of effort has gone into this, but even, you know, even some of the inscriptions here feel a little lazy. Like this one just says, you know, Klaatu, Barata, that looks like neck necktie. No, I, I, no, I don't de- think we de- need to. Demono- read it. Demonominous. No, es- estola- oh, that's lorum- definitely not a word you need to read lor- out loud. No. Lorum ipsum dolor sit amet consecutor sedu iosma tempor incident. As Ash is reading from this book, uh, we cut to a graveyard right outside of DC. Dark clouds start pouring in above this graveyard and a single lightning bolt cracks from the sky and hits a grave that says Sarah Watterson. After a few moments, the ground starts to tremble a little bit, and a single hand pops up out of the grave. Hello and welcome to the first middle bit of 2022. Uh, It's been a hot minute since I've had to record one of these. And being here feels like home. Kind of like a Folgers coffee commercial, except not like that really awkward one that released in 2009. Um, You can Google that if you want, if you you don't know what I'm talking about. Anywho, uh, if this is your first time checking out the show, hello, welcome. This show airs every other Tuesday night on Loudspeaker First and releases the next day on your podcast app of choice. If you haven't done it yet, make sure to check out our Discord. We have a great and welcoming community online and would love for you to be a part of it. We also host listening parties for the beginning and end of each arc, and they are always a blast. Uh, Links for the Discord are in the show notes. Okay, a few thank yous are in order before we get back to it. Number one, thank you so much to Lee Shackelford for playing the narrator at the beginning of each arc. He took the script for this most recent one and ran with it. And uh, we are completely amazed at how perfect everything he records for this show is. Uh, thank you so much to Nancy Dreckman for playing Cheyenne Midday on our sister show, The Vibe. The Vibe is an in-universe radio show that airs opposite weeks on Loudspeaker, so make sure to check that out. Um, so thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to Shelby Taylor for bringing Sarah Watterson to life. If you um, if you haven't heard her music or are already not following her on TikTok, please do us a favor and check her out. Uh, links to her social media accounts are in the show notes. And when you do check her out, uh, stuff out, uh, just let her know in the comments that you uh, you heard of her on the weird. Just let her know that you say hey, um, and she would she would really appreciate that. Um, thank you so much to Loudspeaker Studios, the network that helps make the weird and the vibe possible. There are some big announcements about Loudspeaker in the near future, so I'm going to kind of keep things short here. But in the meantime, make sure to check out loudspeaker.org uh, to see everything that they are doing. Um, and then thank you so much for all of our patrons uh, for making this possible. If you have the financial means and feel like supporting our show, not only do you get the warm, fuzzy feeling of helping us pay for equipment to make our show even better... 
you get an ad-free experience of this show where we don't interrupt you in the middle here and you don't have any ads. Uh, you get episodes of the podcast that are completely new, completely fresh, uh, including a full arc uh, titled Corgis and Sasquatches, which is great. That actually was the first time that we heard of uh, Gerard Butzler the Corgi. Uh, that's the first appearance appearance of said Corgi. It is wonderful. Make sure to listen to it. You get early access to the game that we're making alongside of this. So, you know, we're making the podcast, but we're also making the game. Um, we've made some pretty significant updates to the game uh, that haven't been featured yet in the show, but it's, it's coming up here soon. Um, and then you get behind-the-scenes content, including bloopers, um, that should never see the light of day, I think is the best way to put that. Um, one uh, simply titled Elmo's Cloaca. That's that's all that we need. That's all that's all that needs to be said. And on top of that, patrons now get to listen to the episodes a full week in advance. Uh, so if you want to get ahead of the game, make sure to support us on Patreon. You know what? If you can't support us on Patre Patreon, I completely understand that. But if you'd still like to support us in some way, the best way for a show like ours to grow is by word of mouth. So tell the people that you know who would be interested in a show like this about it. Send them an episode. And uh, yeah, before we get back to the show, um, thank you again for being so patient the last few months. Um, we really shouldn't see any interruptions in our release schedule until we finish the season, um, unless something crazy happens. Um, and after the end of this episode, I think we're going to be about halfway through this. So that's kind of exciting. So, uh, yeah, I think it's time to get back to it. Thanks again. See, nothing, nothing bad happened. The, the, A the, lightning uh, bolt! Struck outside the window as soon as you got done reading. Bishop, that's a little thing we like to call weather. Very appropriately placed weather. You're being ridiculous about this. Uh, again, this is... Honestly, you're, you're putting me into a position that I'm not used to as the skeptical one here. But, you know, if that's that's how we need to do it, then... But look, just reach out and touch it and you'll see... That it's not Hell real. Come on. No. Come on, touch the touch it. No. Touch the flesh book. And they're definitely like pushing it towards you. They're just being they're just being a little pain in the ass today. <laughs> touch it, could, touch it. Could, Come could on. you not? Could you not? No, no, stop. Which point Bishop actually does grab the book and huck it across the room. Alright, alright. I'm I'm sorry. This is maybe a little, a little much. You're on edge. Uh, Rudy uh, n nervously walks into the room and and knocks on the door like seven or eight times. It's a lot. It's a lot of times. He's just very kind Rudy, of open freaked the, out. Open at this the point. door, Rudy. Open the Ru door, Rudy. It's okay, it's, Rudy. It's 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 locked. It's can you let me please let me in? Right, fucking please, unlock please. the door. Christ in heaven. Then I get up, and, the the <laughs> get up and walk over to the door. And get up and walk over to the door, and we start doing that thing where I unlock it at the exact same time Rudy's trying to open it. <laughs> we just get into just a little. In. Just let me in. Just let no, me that's in. what I'm doing. I'm unlocking it right now, Rudy. I'm Rudy. I'm trying. I really am, Rudy. I promise. Rudy, let go of the handle. Okay, fine. Uh, and then I open the door to allow Rudy in. Um, Ash. 
uh, I, I, there's someone here to see you. Uh, okay, S- send them in. Also, I thought I told you to go, you know, take the rest of the day. Go to your, your son's birthday party. Uh, I, I think I'm going to need to do that after after this. Um, Ash, you remember your old partner, Sarah Watterson, right? Yes. It's, it's kind of hard to forget when you watch someone's mind get shredded in front of you and, and then they, you know, pass away. Um, why are you... Why are you bringing this up? Uh, and he runs out of the room and kind of like pulls Sarah into the room. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna go for the day. Uh, Sarah, it was real, real n- 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 nice to see you. Uh, Ash, uh, 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 have a good day. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. And he, he walks off. A- Ash tuned you out like the second you brought Sarah in because they're just staring. Sarah? Uh, As Rudy leaves and the door kind of slowly shuts behind Rudy, I stare at Sarah Watterson, look back at Ash, down at the Necronomicon, out the window at the lightning bolt, and just say, is this how you feel all the time? And then I just rush and point at the window before pointing at Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) As as Hal is freaking out, uh, another lightning bolt hits kind of the same area. Fucking Christ! Ash is still not really react. Sarah? Ash? How? Ash Delaney? Y- y- yes, yes. I have no idea. I crawled. I crawled out of the ground earlier. I would like to know why. Do you know why? Uh... I know why. I feel like you two should have this conversation. And then Hal actually is looking out the window at the graveyard after that last lightning strike to try to see if someone else is rising. This, this is a, uh, okay. Um, hmm. I, uh, how, how did you, you, you said you crawled out of the ground. I did. Just before I woke up, I saw a static like you would see on TV on a porn channel that you haven't paid for quite yet. And I remember somebody staring at me and then I crawled my way out of the ground. I remember, and I remember you and I remember working for the department of the weird in the department of transportation. And I figured that if anyone could help fill in the gaps, it would be you. Okay, so wait, so you don't remember anything but the the department and me? Not yet, but it feels like my brain cells are literally busted apart cell by cell and fusing together interesting how how do you how do you feel right now terrified but like i need to work it's very strange well you're you're fine you're 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 good here there's no need to be ash is just circling around like walking around you in a circle which to be fair probably isn't helping and they uh they poke you in the arm do you do you feel that just the pressure. Yeah. Absolutely outside the, the realm of my expertise, but that just means we get we get to discover something new. Hal? I think I might have a mastery over life and death. Could you stop it? Cause like the lightning struck again and you didn't read anything, but 
I'm not getting a good vibe off this thunderstorm. What does he mean didn't read anything? Uh, don't, don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's, it's fine. Um, look, as far as we might know, how the, the, the thunderstorm might not have anything to do with, with anything. It could just be a coincidence, but I, yeah, I think my words did bring Sarah here. Okay, we've got to run some tests. How do you, like, should I roll for this? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. This is a game. You, We're supposed to roll for should things. Should we play the game? I'm actually going to do a shrewd. I'm going to roll for research because okay. because that will help me get a better roll because I've got my move. Uh, the weird, your life experience gives you a plus one to any shrewd rolls against the weird. And I think my my undead partner uh, counts as weird. Yes. So. I'm going to buy you some fucking dice. Never. It's literally two dice. Two of them. You can get that. You If you buy Yahtzee, you get five. Well, I have an eight, and then I have a, yeah, plus one modifier, which would make it a nine. And then I have my weird, which would make it a ten. Yeah. Nice. Full success. You get answers to two of the questions. Okay. Uh, is there something I missed? And who does this belong to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I what I what I mean by that. Oh, are they under a mind control? Like, are they of sentient space? Yeah, like, is is she here under her own power, or is she being manipulated in some way? Right, good questions. So, is there something that you missed? I mean, you notice um, right off the bat that uh, she seems to be telling the truth. There's, what did you, what were you buried in, like, clothing-wise? Like my workout. That would be very weird. It's like a yeah. in my like department. That's when yeah. I was ripped apart, right? So I'm in my like bus driver uniform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if there was a, if, but if there was a uh, a funeral, I think they would have. <laughs> I was in a nice little pantsuit. Hillary, I'm chilling in Cedar Rapids, and that's how I was buried. <laughs> this is the same exact suit that, and you were at, um, you were at her funeral. Oh, yeah. This is the last time that you saw her was looking the exact same way, except just a little bit less dusty. Uh, you go through and there's like a few things that you notice. You see like like paper in her pockets. You find like, uh, like a, a, a really like wilted dead flower. There's a couple, a couple bugs in there as well, but that's kind of what you like notice on her person. Seeming to suggest that this is possibly the same Sarah. Uh, they take like the trash that you had in your pockets and they, they just kind of dump it on the, the desk for now. So you don't, rem you don't remember anything. Uh, what else do you like? Do you remember anything else about your job here? Uh, the the director, any other coworkers? Rudy. Well, Rudy, I do remember Rudy. I dislike Rudy. We cut to a memory uh, that Sarah is. Uh, remembering. That's a terrible way of putting that, but we we cut to the memory and it's uh, it's Sarah's first day on the job and Rudy is in the elevator with her kind of just like awkwardly standing there. Um, ah, are, 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 you, are you excited for your first day at work? Yes, I am excited for my first day at work. I don't know what the department of the weird is, but I'm excited to find out. Cool. Uh, so, tell, I mean, like, tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, what do you, where, where are you coming from? 
Minnesota, have you ever seen Seinfeld? Yeah, and I, I think I know where this is going. Has anyone ever told you that you look exactly like George Costanza? Yeah. Were you the duck man? Yeah. You look like you voiced the duck man. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Lovely yeah. to meet you, Rudy. Let's let's talk as little as possible for the rest of the time I'm employed here. Okay. Okay. And we cut back to the scene. Uh, and I love her. Can we keep her forever? I mean, we're going to have to because we've got a lot of tests to run. And also, um, well, anyone who recognizes her is, is going to have questions. Well, I don't know if you know this, but do you have family in the area or? I guess that's a question for Ash, really. But like, will there be people recognizing her? I mean, there are people that we worked with. I, I don't. I don't know if she has family around. I don't. Why would I? That's not a a thing that coworkers taught. Gosh, she was my partner for two years, and I don't know the answer to that question. How, we've got bigger fish to fry right now. How do you do? You feel? Are you are you tired? Do you feel hungry? I could try to eat. I mean, it seems alarming that I haven't in two years. Uh, okay, um, and they fish the uh, zebra cake that they took like a bite of out of the <laughs> trash. <laughs> Here, try. Oh, gross. Try, try. Well, don't just try this. It tastes like sand. That's probably the cigarette ash around the outside of it. I really would have dusted that thing off more before <laughs> eating it, but I spit it out. <laughs> can you taste anything? Nope, but I can feel that texture. That is disgusting. I've never eaten a cigarette, and now I have. So there's that. Thank you. Then you remembered you've never eaten a cigarette. That's a good point. It was a very unfamiliar texture. One of the secret memories. You've never <laughs> eaten a cigarette. Bonus can, memory unlocked. We, we cut to a scene <laughs> of her entire life. No, we cut to a scene where Sarah is just looking at a cigarette. Being like, I don't want to put that Not in my mouth. Once. I wonder how I want. I wonder how that would taste. I don't want to find out. But like, what if though? <laughs> what if I ate that? Wouldn't that be silly? Okay, how about a reflex test? Because there doesn't seem to be any any atrophy. Like you've been lying on the ground for like a, a year and a, a half, but you there's no there seems to be no muscle atrophy. Uh, how how do you how do you feel here? Uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna they just start Throw grabbing your arms and just being really like lack of boundaries. Oh man, okay, you are certainly touching my arm. How how much how do you feel like do you feel weak or you know how how much uh, you know do you feel kind of like limp a little I don't know. So Hal throw something at me. Hal throw something at her. I pick up Greeny and I yeet Greeny at her. <laughs> Okay, I dodge it with expert precision. My reflexes are great. Okay, no, no, like, you have, to, have roll to roll for that. Oh, we gotta roll to find out. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So this okay. is, this is your first time rolling. This is. Welcome to the weird. Oh, I'm uh, so you're excited. Gonna be, uh, rolling for quick, which is evade. Great. I've rolled an eight. So you have an eight, so that's a mixed success. Okay, so I dodge it with regular precision. <laughs> so you dodge it just, so in the, in the game book, you dodge it just too late, causing whatever is coming to you to hit you, just not with full force. Ow. So I get to choose one. Uh, the You take harm, you drop an important item, and your vision is blurred for a period of time. 
I, mean, I don't think she would take harm from being hit with a stuffed toy. So here's here's what happens. It hits you, and it hits you with a little bit more force than what you were prepared to do, and it knocks you off balance. And at this point, when it knocks you off balance, you trip over and fall and hit your head on the desk that's nearby. Ooh. But you take zero harm. Yeah. You take zero harm here, yeah. and it, you don't feel it at all. Like, you get mm -hmm. knocked off balance, you get hit in the head, you don't feel it. Hal, you gotta be careful with it. We don't know how fragile she is. Well, she just million-dollar babied herself and is getting back up, so I think she's pretty resilient. Million-dollar baby <laughs> has not come out yet. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I've never heard of that. D d how, do you, how do you feel? Are you all right? I'm fine. I'm fine. I felt the pressure of that hit, but no pain. So I guess that checks out from all the poking. Huh. Okay. Reflexes are perhaps slightly rusty, which would make sense. But you still nope. You were able to just get up from that. Should have cracked your head open like a like a soft melon. Um, I don't know if that. I don't even know if that makes sense. There's there's a lot to think about and consider here. I, I think there's a lot that doesn't make sense right now. Hal, Hal walks over and pokes them in the head at the point of impact. Ooh. Is it still yep. solid skull or is it? Yeah. Did it break, and she's just still going because of some sort of spectral mean? I guess I should roll for this. You huh? should roll for good. this. Good. Yeah, this I is think good. That's We're remembering that we play a game. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm going to do a Seth. Oh, fuck. That's an 11 before I added shit on. So, 10, I get to ask three questions. How are they vulnerable to me? Which would be the first question, which is essentially are they vulnerable to an impact like that? Um, what do I notice despite an effort to conceal it? And what potential compli complications do I need to be wary of? So I'm just poking her in the head to see if it's broken, but then also trying to see if some shit's going down. Yeah, so 100% it is like it is busted. Like you can feel like the bone is just like as kind of broken there and it's like uh you know how you feel when you like touch a stretch armstrong's arm just like that kind of like puttyish kind of feel it is like the bone has kind of i wouldn't say like dissolved but it was very easily broken oh. there so it's like touching a newborn baby's head it makes a squishy noise right <laughs> so um so i i would say like you zombie movies exist right so zombie movies exist um you understand how zombies are destroyed. How zombie is formed. Yep, <laughs> how zombies are made. Um, uh, and then uh, what potential complications do I need to be wary of? You are very wary of the fact that she felt nothing. Yeah. Like a little bit of pressure. It did not phase her whatsoever. So, but her head is like, like broken, broken, broken. Um, and then what do I notice despite an effort to conceal it? You can see, like now that you are getting a little bit closer to her, you can see that her body seems to be kind of like with this damage that it, it does seem to kind of, I wouldn't say like reform, but it is just like, it is solidifying just a, a little bit. Just, just, just enough. Oh, so like the bones are somewhat coming back together in the skull? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. 
<laughs> just underneath your hand, you feel a little bit of of sun, like it healing underneath your finger. That's a cool power. Okay. Welcome to the weird. Our zombies are built different. That's very cool. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm like, well, I'm like Wolverine. That's awesome. Delaney, slight issue. Y- yes. They have the healing factor. That's all I'll say here. Um, so this is not traditional zombie where their body slowly deteriorates over time. It seems to be the opposite, and it's strengthening itself. I'm sorry, you're, you are a whole person, and we're just talking about this. Are you cool with this, us just kind of experimenting I think, on you? I think I have to be cool with it. I just crawled myself out of the ground. All right, fair point. She has she has a point. Uh, gosh, we, we've got a lot of things to try out. We're going to be here a while. It has been a long day. If I could pitch an experiment, I would love to see how alcohol affects me. I need a fucking shot of something. Who has one? I mean, sure, we can, we can see if you can get intoxicated. I mean, you don't, do you have blood? That, uh, I don't know. You just saw my busted open head. How do I have blood? I mean, I, I, I would have vomited immediately if I would seen blood. So I don't know if it's hiding elsewhere or what, but I'm down well, with it. Yeah, I, I suppose. Uh... And actually, it's Ash who uh, pulls, uh, like, a bottle of bourbon out of their desk. <laughs> oh, my favorite. You remembered. I remember. How do I remember that? And we cut to Delaney <laughs> and Watterson getting fucking hammered. <laughs> well, that's a bit of a development as I see Delaney pull out some bourbon. However, if you really want to try to get someone fucked up, Delaney... You know what we have to do. Whisker. Whisker. Whisker? Carrion Hill's finest. And then I pull out some whisker, (laughs) and then I pour some shots. For anybody tuning in who hasn't experienced the whisker, it is a whiskey vodka is the drink. (laughs) Um, So bad. I have had had this. I I have actually consumed this into my body. It wasn't the worst alcohol that I've ever had, but it was close to it. <laughs> you did choose that of your own volition. Um, yeah, it's bad. It's it's rough. It's perfect for somebody with no taste buds is all I'm hearing. Yes. So I would Great. imagine we cut to real late at night. <laughs> Bishop, how you doing? I'm asleep on Rudy's couch in his office. <laughs> Actually, no, 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 not asleep. Just every few minutes from Rudy's office, you just hear like, Sweet Caroline, bum, 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 Yeah, that's it. That's all that's coming out of Rudy's office. De- Delaney is is still is still awake. Uh, I guess they probably haven't been drinking as much. They they don't go as hard as Hal, but they're 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 definitely drug um how does sarah feel <laughs> A- ask them in character uh, hey so how how you how you feeling we had we had a lot of, of whisker <laughs> feeling good I'm feel- i haven't been this drunk since like louisiana in louisiana you don't remember when i died no no, no. i i yeah i remember that's gotta be, 
be a bit traumatic for you. It's weird that it came when I was drunk, but good that it came. It's is I good I I just I wanted to say you know obviously I never got the opportunity but now that it's here presented in front in front of you in front of me right here right in front of us I mean it's good it's good to see that's not what I wanted to say but it is good to see you um, oh it is what you meant to say it's good to see you too no, what I, been a long time is it is it good to see me I think it's good to see anybody at this point I was just in the dirt for like over a year Sarah I'm I'm so, I'm sorry for for how that was that was a that must have been a horrible way to die. Look, Ash, it, it was a horrible way to die, but I'm not mad at you about it. I took the risk taking this job just like you took the risk taking this job. If the roles were reversed, I wouldn't be mad at um, I, you. We shouldn't be mad. Okay, yeah, let's, let's, not, let's not be mad. No one should be mad. No. This this is good. You're 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 back, and everything yeah. is good. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alcohol doesn't hit me as hard as it used to because if I was still alive, I'd be dead from the amount that I did just now. It's like thirteen I'm shots. Should I take fourteen to make it lucky? I'm gonna put my head down for a moment, and I will get back to you on that. That's fine. You take a nap. I'll like watch some TV or some Power Rangers or something. No, I just I'm just putting my heads up for one, one set and clunk. As as Ash cl uh, clunks their head down, we do like a jump cut to literally the next morning, um, and you hear another knock on the door. Ash bolts their head up. They've got like a piece of paper stuck to the side of their face. <clears throat> It's, it, yep. What? Oh, oh, oh no. Who's knocking on the side of my brain? It's uh, it's Rudy. Rudy, uh, good, good morning. How how you doing? Good. good I'm, I'm good. I saw I saw that Hal is asleep on my couch again. Um, he he really he loves. You might you know it's. He loves it. It's it is a good couch. Um, what's what's up? Uh, well, two things. One, Sarah, I would like to say it is nice to see you. You're doing you're doing fantastic, Rudy. You're doing a great job. Okay, Rudy, I feel boldly indifferent towards you as well. Yes. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, I, I, I just, uh, after my kid's birthday party, I called my therapist and they said that I should just acknowledge the situation, take a deep breath, and then walk away. That sounds like a great idea, Rudy. Please walk away from you us. You can go to therapy all you want. Doesn't change the fact that she has your scent now, Rudy. Uh, Hal remarks as he enters the room. Hal, unhelpful. I thought we're being we're being good person, Hal. Now, right? 
Oh, oh yeah, sorry. I totally spaced on that. I'm very fucking hungover. The, um, the other thing, um, Ash, there is an Agent Winters down in the lobby, and they are asking to speak with you. Should oh, I... I'll go down to meet her. We probably... She doesn't need to see all of this. I wonder what she's doing here. That's... It's peculiar. Maybe she wants another karaoke night. I'll go I'll go down and, and talk to her. Don't worry. I'm gonna be right there. I just need uh I, I just need like five minutes and Ash swings by the break room and takes one of the pots of coffee. Ash uh, Ash, before you go down there, remind them FBI stands for fucking big idiot. I came up with that one this morning. Just let them know. We'll, 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 no, I'm not going to do that. That's not going to happen. I'll be right back. And they walk down and by the time they get where is, she's I guess down yeah, they take the elevator down. Down the lobby. Uh, yeah. Like half of the, the pot of coffee is gone. They were just drinking it direct. <laughs> just chugging. Oh, hello, Agent Winters. How 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 are you doing? It's been a minute. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Great, great. I'm you know I'm I'm sorry that we weren't able to put more of a, a button on the uh, on the case that we worked together. I was right in my initial suspicions that uh, Joseph Reed was in fact trying to get in touch with some kind of spirit entity for financial gain. We did make contact with the entity, but it was less than amenable to uh, cooperating with us, so that was a bummer. Did you ever hear from the brother, uh, uh, Tyler Reed? Mm, nope, never found him. Should should I roll for that? Yes, please. <laughs> should, uh, okay. That is a nine plus my, my plus two to fast talk. That is an 11. You question nothing. Ancient Delaney, I, I'm not going to mince words here. I'm not here to talk to you about that previous case. Uh, do you, you want to do another karaoke night? No. Oh. Last night at around midnight, the DCPD was uh, called out to two separate cases, both involving people being eaten alive. Oh, uh, you think that might have been... I don't quite see how that relates to, to our department. It might have been... Uh, you would not believe the size of the coyote population in the D.C. metro area. It's honestly very surprising. We know that it most likely was not coyotes. Um, and that's why I am cluing you in on this. Multiple eyewitnesses seem to have spotted what they are calling stumbling corpses around downtown. Oh, I see. Well, I guess that I, I guess that does put it under our purview. Yes, yes, in fact it does. How many of them do you think? There are four separate witnesses but we aren't sure if there are multiple or if it was the same corpse. Oh, boy. Okay, so we don't know the exact number of, you know what, I'm just going to come out and say it's zombies that we may be dealing with. 
Uh, it's not a great start, but yeah, no, we can, we can handle this. We can take care of this. You've, you've come to the right place, Agent Winters. Do, do I still have to call you Agent Winters? You know, we're, this is our second case together. You can call me Ash. I can call you... Agent Winters. Got it. Uh, another part of this case, and I think that you might find this interesting, while going through some security cam footage to try to track down these... I'm going to call them corpses. I'm not going to use the Z word. One of my colleagues found something that I feel pertains to you specifically. More, more so than the, than the, than the corp, corpses, d- zombies. Yes. Your deceased partner, a Sarah Watterson, was spotted near a sausage cart a few blocks away from here. Hmm. Have you heard from a Miss Watterson by any chance? Uh, no, no. As you've stated, she, uh, a, a, a Agent Watterson died, gosh, like, what, two years ago now, I think? So, um, that's news to me, but I guess it's just going to be another thing we're going to have to deal with. I'm going to have to roll for this, too, aren't I? Yes. Yeah, it's a 10 before I even add anything to it, baby. The lies just keep on coming. <laughs> All right. Well, um, um, oh, oh uh, one last thing, um, just for some record-keeping purposes. Uh, how do you spell Ash Delaney? Uh, pretty much how you would expect to. A-S-H-D-E-L-A-N-E-Y, as in why do you need this? And how do you spell Hal Bishop? Okay, just going along then. Uh, again, as you would expect to, H-A-L and then B-I-S-H-O-P. I mean, I know Hal is, is short for something. Halbert. Hallen. Alfred. You know what? I'll get back to you on that. So, so, uh, Agent Winters, is this? Uh, just, just, you know, asking about Hal and then how to maybe find his name so you could look him up. Are you, is this, you know, are you trying to, like, make something happen here? Because I know he's a little young for you, but he's, he's a good-looking, tall guy and... He recently just came back on the market again, so, you know, you don't need to be coy. Like, I, I can make something happen here. Are you insinuating that I am just interested in somebody who's tall? I, well, you're also, you know, sort of tall. Like, it makes sense. I don't know. But then again, most people are tall to me. I feel like I lost track of where I was going with this. Do you do you want to be set up with, with Hal? Because I can, I can make that happen. No. And she walks away. Charles Joseph Kelly. 
This chapter's introduction was written by Megan Danger. Ash Delaney is played by Megan Danger. Hal Bishop is played by Scotty Moore. Cheyenne Midday is played by Nancy Dreckman. The narrator is played by Lee Shackelford. Guest starring Shelby Taylor as Sarah Watterson. Everyone else is played by Charles Kelly. Thanks for joining the weird, y'all. This has been a production of Loudspeaker Networks. For more on this and other programs, visit loudspeaker.fm.